Welcome to Almost Here, Round the Corner of Future Technology podcasts with Richard Jacobs. Future technologies poised to transform our lives for better or worse are the focus of this podcast. Almost Here means these technologies are now here and starting to be used, or just around the corner, from Bitcoin to artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more. Coming to Dallas, Texas, September 14th, 15th, and 16th, 2018, the Blockchain and Future Tech Expo. This is going to be a gigantic conference of over 5,000 people. We're going to be talking about blockchain and its applications. We're going to be talking about quantum computing, cybersecurity, artificial intelligence, and several other future technologies that are poised to and actually changing our lives as we speak. Here's why you should attend. As you may know, early adopters are the ones that investigated and profited from things like the gold rush in the 1800s, from the dot-com boom in the 1990s, from the internet boom in 2005, from the smartphone explosion in 2007, from the real estate boom that ended in 2008, and of course, from the Bitcoin boom that started in 2012. Early adopters act now. They don't wait till later. They go out west first in their covered wagons. They find the biggest gold nuggets. If you consider yourself an early adopter and you want to find the biggest nuggets, then you owe it to yourself to attend this upcoming conference. Blockchain is going to affect how we control and store our medical data, how we send money around the world, how we bank, and more. But artificial intelligence, quantum computing, and cybersecurity will play a pivotal role in our lives as well. And that's why our next event, September 14th to the 16th at the Dallas Convention Center, is going to have not only 5,000 plus attendees, but we'll showcase blockchain, AI, cybersecurity, quantum computing, and more. You want to get in on the coming gold rush of future tech and opportunity as an early adopter. Don't be left out. To register, go to bftexpo.com. That's blockchainfuturetechexpo.com. Thank you. Hello, and welcome to the Future Tech Podcast. I am Alan Thomas, and I'm joined here today by Danny Loeb, Head of Marketing and Partners, over at SafeRide. How are you doing, Danny? Hi, Alan. I'm doing great. Thank you for having us. Oh, no problem. No problem. Let's uh, let's jump right into it. What is SafeRide and what do you guys do? So SafeRide uh, is a company that plays in the connected automotive industry. Uh, we are developing uh, solutions that uh, are developed for anomaly uncovering and cyber threat prevention for connected and autonomous vehicles. That's an industry that's evolving. And we, are, uh, we have identified in early stages a significant problem uh, in that industry, and we're looking to provide a solution for that. And, and you said cyber threat prevention, right? Can you go in, into what exactly that would be a little bit more? Yeah, so um, just perhaps a bit of a background on the connected automotive industry. So in the recent years, um, vehicles have become smarter and connected, more smart and connected. Uh, this is uh, uh, happening first and foremost because of the strong interest that automotive vendors uh, have to maintain their business and to introduce new, new business models to drive, to drive consumption. Um, now, getting back from the infrastructure evolution, including smart cities and different things like that, and it's gaining a lot of interest because of the new applications that uh, connected vehicles introduce. Um, but uh, at the end of the day, this um, 
uh, industry is evolving in a way that is somewhat similar to the evolvement that happened in uh, other past uh, industries such as the enterprise IT and uh, internet uh, industries. And so in the beginning, it starts by having an improvement in the technological um, aspects. Then threats start to, start to appear and uh, the uh, defense technologies and methodologies follow after. And in the interim period, there is a, a period where um, of, of vulnerability. Uh, so the same thing happens to the automotive industry and uh, uh, the area of vulnerability exists there as uh, vehicles become more sophisticated and connected. But in contrast to the IT and the internet industry, this area of vulnerability is actually life-threatening. There are implications on safety. And in addition to that, uh, because of the importance of vehicles to the operations of the business, it's also business eliminating threats. So essentially, it's more of it's not a really a vulnerable area. It's more of a death valley. Um, so here, our company comes to provide a software stack that's installed on the vehicle computers, and it protects the computers against uh, unauthorized attempts to penetrate the vehicle or manipulate the internal systems. So on one side, it uh, provides uh, detection and prevention of known threats. And on another level, um, one of the major issues with the industry today is that most of the threats um, are unknown in this early stage. And this is where the unique part of the technology that we create uh, comes into play because it also provides the ability to uncover unknown anomalies or threats. So essentially two types of problems, detection and prevention of known threats and uncovering of unknown anomalies uh, that happen in the vehicle. Okay, so that definitely seems to be the ultimate mission of Safe Ride, like you said, to, to root out and identify and eliminate these threats. That's correct. And, and what is it about your background that attracted you to Safe Ride? So I've been in the industry for the past 20 years. I started back in the late 90s working at Microsoft in cybersecurity and worked throughout the years in different areas of cybersecurity, communications. And when we saw the involvement of the automotive industry, we realized that it was a and great opportunity for us to apply the knowledge that we've gathered in the past 20 years to a new domain. And um, uh, we saw an opportunity in uh, um, the value that we can provide here. The, 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 the biggest challenge is to take what we've learned and the involvement that happened in the past 20 years and squeeze that in an accelerated way to provide the solution in an industry that's uh, going to transition in, in two to three years. That challenge, I would say, and the uh, opportunity for us to uh, implement what we've learned. And when a, a business comes to you uh, or a potential client comes to you in order to get, engage with your services, what does the onboarding process look like? Does it start with a series of tests or evaluations or just to sit down to find out if they, how much they know about their needs or how does it start? So I would say that things changed a little bit in the past year or so. In the beginning, it's usually uh, the case was that the vendors that engaged with us were first interested to learn about the vulnerabilities that they have in their system, and in later phase they would uh, move to next to 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 ask us to implement security mechanisms in order to protect against the vulnerabilities that we found. But in the past year, things have changed a little bit. I think that the industry have matured 
to realize that uh, the cyber threats are there. And regardless of whether there is a vulnerability or no, or there isn't, they are uh, looking to have uh, the system that we develop implemented into their uh, computerized systems. And, um, uh, and even without getting into the nitty-gritties of where exactly the vulnerabilities are, um, I believe that that's a part of the uh, process of realization that uh, you know the liability exists and uh, um, vendors are looking to provide security in uh, all the means that they can get their hands on. So it's probably safe to say that some of your sharpest clients probably walk through the door just assuming that there are blind spots or vulnerabilities and that that they're not aware of yet. Right. So first of all, you know the tr- conventional cybersecurity methods have been focusing on detecting or preventing known threats. Uh, this approach was uh, very common in the past years. Um, but today, people realize that uh, there are uh, always new type of threats and new type of uh, penetration abilities that would um, find new blind spots in their system. So, uh, and that's, that's the idea of unknown threats. Uh, so it happens throughout the industry. And in the automotive industry, because it's such uh, in such an early stages of deployment of of uh, the new uh, connected technology, most of the threats are unknown. So even though even even though some uh, vendors would feel that their systems are fairly safe right now, they would still be looking to um, monitor or log the operations of the systems on an ongoing basis and look for suspicious patterns in order to prevent uh, or to I would say detecting very early stages an attack that's being done um, and prevent some uh, material damage from happening. So, so in getting to this point, what do you think are some of the, the difficulties that have, have kind of, you've had to hurdle over to get safe ride to? So I, I think that there are multiple difficulties. Um, I think that one of them is what I've described before, the awareness. Okay, and we think that we've been gone through significant improvement in that domain. In the beginning, the awareness was limited, but thanks to, uh, you know, unfortunate incidents that happen, a few companies that uh, have uh, discovered um, vulnerabilities, market awareness have improved. One of the challenges was to get the awareness of companies. That that has significantly changed. In another layer, um, since we are building a very sophisticated engine for uh, cybersecurity that profiles the vehicle behavior and identified and identifies un, uh, unexpected patterns of activity, we had to get our hands on significant amounts of data that would help us train this artificial intelligence engine that we have built. And uh, that was a challenge. Uh, we were fortunate enough to um, uh, find a, a partner or a customer that worked with us in early stages and provided us access to a very big fleet of commercial vehicles. And through that, we were able to train the uh, artificial intelligence brain that we have and um, come to the point where we can identify anomalies in different, uh, um, very creative ways. Uh, so that was another challenge on a more technological level. And so we've talked a little bit about difficulties, but what are also some of the main achievements that come to mind when you think about the last few? So 
I believe that, you know, we started as a very small group of individuals that had an idea to grow and become uh, a bigger company. And uh, today, uh, after uh, just a few years, we are now uh, became a team with a very uh, clear vision. Um, they have our ability to uh, work with some of the biggest uh, companies um, uh, on challenging uh, on, on, and solving and help them, helping them to solve uh, the challenges uh, is something that's very significant from our side. Um, uh, have the we had the opportunity to engage with some leading um, players in uh, Asia and also in Europe. And uh, we are moving forward and uh, getting a lot of traction and interest from many vendors around the world that uh, find our technology very important and very innovative. That's uh, giving us a sense that we are in the right direction and we made a lot since we lost, since we first started. And I'm sure you, you bat around a lot of ideas from, from week or day to day. And, and what, are, what are some developments that maybe have come across your desk or that, or that people have mentioned before that they'd like to see where you would immediately say, well, that's something that maybe could happen next year uh, or is that something that couldn't happen next year, but maybe three to five years out? Maybe a, you know a really am, really ambitious development that you may have heard. So we see um, uh, partners or customers that come to us and uh, are looking to see us uh, profile the behavior of the driver of the vehicle um, in order to identify uh, problems that are uh, coming from uh, the human aspect. And uh, I believe that this is something that we will may be able to address in the in later period, but today we are mostly focused on uh, applying artificial intelligence to uh, profile the behavior of uh, of the vehicle itself, uh, because that is something that's a bit more easy to do. Uh, but uh, down the road, it's um, probably, it's very much likely that we're going to uh, be able to leverage the technology that we've created and get to some very interesting insights on human behavior that leads to different aspects of vehicle anomalies. And when and and let's say when when someone is talking about profiling uh, driver behavior, would they specifically be talking about the set of habits that the person uses as they're driving, or or a more full profile in terms of let's say customer habits and that, all that kind of thing? So uh, it's basically um, more around the behavior, the driving patterns of the driver. Um, you know, when you profile behavior of someone, you can derive a lot of um, insights from that. If the person is acting in an erratic way uh, or uh, uh, doing things that are, un, I would say, not good driving habits, then it might uh, affect uh, um, on, uh, you know, the insurance costs and the rating of this specific driver. These are something that are already addressed today by uh, companies that uh, uh, apply all sorts of uh, driver profiling um, technologies for insurance, etc. Um, so again, this type of uh, ability is probably possible looking forward uh, down the road. But um, today we are mostly uh, looking at the vehicle behavior and uh, um, possibly in next stages uh, looking at some uh, basic driver uh, behavior aspects. Uh, consumption uh, profile of the driver is something that's uh, not right now in our focus. And in terms of Safe Ride itself, what does the roadmap for the company look like for the next 12 to 24 months? What's coming down the pipe? 
So today we are uh, mostly focused on um, improving the, uh, you know, the different layers of defense that we've already offered. Um, we are uh, uh, focusing on two areas. One of them is the uh, pre protection against known threats, and this is something that we're uh, working continuously on improving, making it more granular and more tight. And uh, on the other layer, on the anomaly uncovering, uh, it's an ongoing process of um, the, the, uh, identifying the relevant features of vehicle activity and the, uh, establishing the different correlations between uh, those features in order to model the vehicle behavior in a more accurate way and be able to identify all sorts of anomalies that uh, um, are derived by looking at uh, deviations from the model that we've built. So these things are uh, continuous work that we're doing and improving the uh, engine every time. Great. And, and what what final thoughts would you have? What big takeaway would you want our listeners to take away from this interview about SafeRide? So I believe that, um, you know, we are very enthusiastic about the automotive industry and the direction that it's going. I believe that in the future, you know, if everything that's envisioned on autonomous driving and other advanced uh, automotive applications would come true, life would be uh, easier more interesting in, the, uh, in many ways. And um, I would like to think that, uh, you know, in, in, we have uh, quite successfully explained uh, the value that a uh, holistic solution that includes uh, uh, protection against known and unknown threats brings into uh, this game and, and helps the automotive vendors uh, move, you know, their vision of, of connected cars forward. Um, we hope that uh, with the implementation of uh, the right security um, disciplines, uh, we would see this industry moving forward and progressing in a rapid uh, pace, and uh, that would be an exciting future. All right. Well, well, I just want to thank you, Danny, for coming on to the podcast and sharing your time and your expertise with us. Uh, what What's the best way for our audience to engage with SafeRide, engage with the company, if they want to find out more information? So I invite you to visit our webpage on www.saferide.io. Uh, you can always uh, write an email to uh, uh, the info or directly to me. That would be Danny L at saferide.io. And I'll be happy to answer any question or give you help if you're looking for advice. Great. Well, we appreciate that. Again, thank you for coming in. And, and uh, you know, thank, like I said, thank you for, for enlightening. Thank you, Evan. Coming to Dallas, Texas, September 14th, 15th, and 16th, 2018, the Blockchain and Future Tech Expo. This is going to be a gigantic conference of over 5,000 people. We're going to be talking about blockchain and its applications. We're going to be talking about quantum computing, cybersecurity, artificial intelligence, and several other future technologies that are poised to and actually changing our lives as we speak. Here's why you should attend. As you may know, early adopters are the ones that investigated and profited from things like the gold rush in the 1800s, from the dot-com boom in the 1990s, from the internet boom in 2005, from the smartphone explosion in 2007, from the real estate boom that ended in 2008, and of course, from the Bitcoin boom that started in 2012. Early adopters act now. They don't wait till later. They go out west first in their covered wagons. They find the biggest gold nuggets. 
If you consider yourself an early adopter and you want to find the biggest nuggets, then you owe it to yourself to attend this upcoming conference. Blockchain is going to affect how we control and store our medical data, how we send money around the world, how we bank, and more. But artificial intelligence, quantum computing, and cybersecurity will play a pivotal role in our lives as well. And that's why our next event, September 14th to the 16th at the Dallas Convention Center, is going to have not only 5,000 plus attendees, but will showcase blockchain, AI, cybersecurity, quantum computing, and more. You want to get in on the coming gold rush of future tech and opportunity as an early adopter. Don't be left out. To register, go to bftexpo.com. That's blockchainfuturetechexpo.com. Thank you. You have been listening to Almost Here, Around the Corner Future Technology Podcast with Richard Jacobs. Subscribe to this podcast, post to review, to discover more future technologies that are poised to transform our lives for better or worse, such as Bitcoin, artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more.